everyone and welcome back to another episode of Authentically Natural. Today we're going to be talking about the imposter syndrome and so we are going to put the definition of imposter syndrome down here on the screen just so you know the official definition. However, we're not going to say the official definition because we're just going to say what we feel like it is. You know what I'm saying? Our connotation. Yes. So. I actually wanted to talk about this topic because yeah. I feel like it's a, a topic that a lot of people in like the media industry talk about a lot. Yes. Um, and being in that industry for five years, I kind of just want to like, so I just really want to like really make sure that people know that it's okay to have imposter syndrome, but you need to be able to move forward. Exactly. So my definition of imposter syndrome is when, well, can I just use an example? Yeah, do I use an to, example. Do I have to do the That's definition? you that we want to define everything. Use an example. Okay, an example. For instance, when I was in news, I felt like I had to be someone different mm -hmm. than who I really was. And sometimes that can come in the... I want to just give a couple of examples of how news Absolutely. people do that. Uh, for instance, I wore my hair straightened all of the time and I knew I didn't did. really want to. Like when I was off work, I never straightened my hair. But whenever I had to go to work, I always straightened my hair. Um, a lot of people change their voices. Like news reporter, they have a news reporter voice and then they have their voice. And I feel like that's so weird. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and then a lot of people will um, report on stories that they aren't passionate about. Um, and I feel like and even dress a certain way that they really wouldn't dress like yeah. since I've been out of news I have not worn not one thing that I wore every single day on news like wow. I haven't done it and I feel so good mm -hmm. and people are like well what's your reporter voice first of all I never had a reporter voice mm -hmm. because I feel like my voice is fine the way it is there are some people that feel like their voice is just not there so they do that. Hey, yeah. And so, whatever. You no, know, I would have a reporter voice. Cause I think, you don't want this <laughs> But it became very detrimental to my mental health and my physical health. Um, and I'm very glad not to be in that same space. A lot of people ask if I miss the news. I think you get that all the time. I get that almost like every, at least every week. Yes. But I feel like I miss certain aspects of the news, but the everyday grind, no. No. Mm -mm. So, no, not at all. That's my example of imposter syndrome. Yeah, and that that is like a really good example tied into the definition because oftentimes, well, imposter meaning you are in ways exemplifying someone else or mm -hmm. whatever, you know, whoever mm -hmm. you feel is right for that moment within that role yeah. um another um example that i was discussing with casey um a little earlier was you know with imposter syndrome a lot of times we feel like we don't belong in those spaces mm -hmm. um when i started out in higher education i started off as a recruiter and as a recruiter you have to be this very bubbly energetic very you know in your face like you know because you're selling a product you're, you're selling the school or whatever you know there are different recruiters for different companies as well but it was just always me sometimes not feeling adequate enough because it was the college was going through major changes and it seemed like i couldn't keep up with some of the changes or you know i had someone who i worked with that was not affirming i'll just say that mm -hmm. so it just always seemed like it was competition 
um and it was unhealthy and you know i didn't express some things only my really close friends knew about how i felt but of course i had to act like everything's okay going in um so yeah so i felt that way and, I, and in ways just like what casey said with news i felt like i had to put on a front a facade of having to be a person and don't get me wrong i feel like i am a very high energy energetic person i was about to say that but you know i got if i'm chill my close friends aren't going to just be like are you okay no they know jasmine's relaxed like <laughs> jasmine's okay she's just you know but for people that see a certain side of you all the time and they see you okay you're coming in you're just chilling they're gonna be like, are you okay yeah i'm okay you just need to get my face because i don't feel like talking i'm drained so <laughs> definitely yes got my face so but you can't say that in the work environment so you just got to be like, well, I'm fine. I'm just over here, just doing my thing. That um, good job. That's how I feel yeah. about it. And I feel like I know that this. I, I feel like women go through it a lot. Yes, like women, we go through it yes. a lot. I I can definitely see that for sure. And I also feel like going through things like as a black woman or a black person in general. Girl. Like I know covering the news as a black person. You, it's like you have to detach. But it's easier, I feel, for a white person because they're not in the white neighborhoods covering these stories. They're in the black neighborhoods, so they automatically know that that's not like their hood or their like you know neighborhood or like their community. Like it's not somebody who looks like them. But I, I had to like literally like would have to stop crying and then go on TV and act like I wasn't crying. Or those emails you would get. Yes. Or yes, I got a lot of hateful emails. And I mean, I got some uplifting ones yep. as well, but it's just like I had to like so much to process and then I would go on camera and act like nothing was wrong. And that's unfair because yeah. we only ask black people to do that. Yeah. We only ask black people to get over stuff, get over yourself long enough to get through it. We don't ask other ethnicities. Well, I won't say other ethnicities. We say black people or people of color we don't do that to our white counterparts no if something's going on with them they're going to suggest therapy they're going to suggest oh well this is that but they're not going to suggest that to or they'll talk they'll make it seem like well you i didn't you, do that yeah, yeah like i didn't say that and so i don't know why you feel. feel like that exactly and then it's like i know i feel the way i feel but dang exactly know? and then of course if you say something they try to make it into a race thing yeah and it's funny because they love to say we make it into a race thing when mm -hmm. i say they i mean white mm -hmm. we make it into a race thing but in actuality we're not trying to we're just trying to say hey so and that goes on to it's just because we too. actually see a difference in how you treat people yeah yeah absolutely and then that goes on i feel like oftentimes people a lot of people don't know what imposter syndrome is yeah so then they're they're like i feel weird and i don't know why yeah i feel like i'm being fake and i don't know why yeah you know yes and that's kind of like like i know that i'm not being my authentic self in this moment that means that you probably have imposter syndrome exactly exactly which just like what casey said is it's black and and no shade to the men we just can't speak from y'all's perspective but mm -hmm. we can speak from a black woman's perspective um that we can experience that a lot because we're having to be like okay straighten our hair or you know not put our hair back or you know or, what, I'm saying? You know, what or you wear what like we you're wear too revealing or you're too curvy you and you're know? just like what and i feel like even when it comes to like the body imposter syndrome that has a lot to do with like social media especially like instagram absolutely 
because there are so many women influencers who get their bodies done and so then it caused uh people come on say it a lot of like celebrities wow get their bodies done so then it makes young women and feel like they have to get their bodies wow. done and young men feeling like that's the expectation, that's the expectation. Of what, what they like because that's what they like you're valuing fake but no offense to it mm -hmm. rather than real mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. okay so um, we said that we were going to tie two topics together, yes. imposter syndrome, and I'm glad you actually segued into that. Mm -hmm. um, we discussed expectations versus reality when it comes to social media, because we were just talking, we always just talk about something, but we were talking about just in general, people really be going through stuff and you'll never know mm -hmm. that because they don't, I mean, obviously they're not going to put it on their social media, but it's just crazy to know this is what's going on with somebody, this is, or, or it doesn't matter what accolades they have, they're still depressed or they're still going through stuff. Mm -hmm. And we can speak from that because we've been there. I mean, I know I've been there, you know, where people be like, oh my God, you're doing so well. And I'm like, actually, I just finished crying like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. So, and I feel like because you want to stay active on social media and like for me social media is my business now mm -hmm. like um i get a lot of clients through social media so yes. i do post a lot on social media not a lot i'm trying to get better we're gonna see how you goes. do you do pretty good for the most right. part though. but like there sometimes most of the time i never even post anything personal like i don't even post anything about me anymore mm -hmm. you know because i'm like it's really none of their business no mm -mm. I just say in general when it comes to expectations what we really encourage people to do is you know just don't defy your expectations from everyone else's expectations on social media or through imposter syndrome either especially from something that number one is curable and two it's not going to be a long-lasting feeling yeah and i will say if you do feel like you're suffering from imposter syndrome or if you feel like that's something that could be coming up on you i would say take a step back from yes. social media i'm not saying delete your account but what i had to do was set a Me timer too. on my phone like uh i have the limit the time limit thing on your on your app mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about yeah and so i only can get on instagram for a certain amount of time in a day because after that i'm just consuming things that i don't even need to be consuming yeah. or want to consume but because there's nothing else for me to do i'm just gonna scroll or because i don't feel like dealing with stuff i need to do i'm gonna scroll and so i feel like that's one thing that really helped me and also i utilize the hide feature oh, on certain people's profile so you don't unfollow them and they don't know that you hid their profile and i may be spilling some too too much tea because you may didn't know who i'm hiding but anyway sometimes i feel like there are people that i just don't need to see and yes. i'm not trying to be rude it's just i know where my headspace is sometimes and i just don't want to see their profile I think that's but i don't want to unfollow because i do like them but sometimes not everybody's good for you in every season so i just Ooh, i just hide them for a while and i'll bring them back and if ever i think about them or come across like they come across my mind i go to that page that is so true like that was so mature. Thank you. Because I used to just unfollow. <laughs> but that's mature though. Like, that's mature. Thank you. Wow. I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start hiding people's profiles. Yeah, because they, especially the, the people who over post. And I'm like, you post so I'm much. I just see celebrities you. too. Yeah, I unfollowed a lot of celebrities because I have to realize that I'm not them. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes. I can't do what they do. You know, I can't post what they post. Um, I I don't I don't need to act like them. Yeah, it just, I'm not them. And just like what Cardi said, <laughs> Cardi B said, we're not. They're, they're they're not role models. So like, and that's the thing too. And what I had to realize, I'm like, you know, well maybe if I no like they can post whatever they want. Just like I can post whatever I want. But I had to be like, okay, like my life, I, that's not me. I gotta go to work. Or you no, know, I kind of don't agree with that. What you with mean? Her saying that celebrities are not role models. Oh, they are. But I you feel know like I mean. a lot of young people look up to certain people. They do. And then when they don't become that rapper or basketball player, then they don't know what to do with themselves. I know a couple people like that. I hate that because you know, somewhere along the line, it also goes back to teaching. Like, what? Are, I mean, you can't allow social media to raise your kids. Right. Or, but it is a huge fact. It is a huge factor in their mm -hmm. lives too. Yeah, especially nowadays, and I feel like there are so many kids who have imposter syndrome, and their Ooh. parents don't even know it. Don't even know it because they don't talk anymore. Like yeah. these kids don't talk. Yeah. Trust me, they don't talk. They don't say nothing. Yeah. So, they don't know. They don't know, baby. I will say that I I appreciate people like Zuri Hall, the inter the entertainment. I love her. Yeah, you know, at first, her. at first I was very envious of her. Yeah, because she took my role in my head. I wanted to be e news on e news. And you still can get there. Yeah, but she was like the black woman. It's only one. She was. The only I was just about to say it's only. So come on. Which they need to do a better job. They need to do a way better job. But that's neither here nor there. So I was like, she took my job. But like I, I then did research on her to see like where she came from, you mm -hmm. know, and how she got there. She did a good. I mean, she yeah. But she talked a lot about imposter syndrome and stuff like that on the Breakfast Club, and then that's what really like made me start doing a lot of research on imposter syndrome because I do feel like I was like, man, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Like mm -hmm. that's exact. Like you're speaking word for word how I'm feeling right yes. now. Yes, she's got a good podcast too. Mm -hmm. We ain't gonna promote that, but. But <laughs> she's good though. I really like her. I follow her. Oh, yeah, I used to follow her. Like, no, I used to like follow the YouTuber, and I follow her and two other YouTubers. And I'm like, yes, you need to cut back because you watch the YouTube videos and you follow them on Instagram. Like, yeah, I, I've gotten to the point where if I follow you on Instagram, I can't subscribe to your YouTube. I know that sounds bad. Oh, Candy, Candy Burris is the only person I can. You know, why her subscribe. Oh, and kidding. Portia. And Portia. Why? Huh? Why them? Well, because you watch their show. Yep, that's it. You follow them on Instagram. Mm hmm And you subscribe to their podcast. I subscribe to Portia's podcast, and I subscribe to Candy's YouTube. So you just obsessed. I only listen to Portia's podcast on Tuesdays, and she's talking. I'm over you already. She talks about, but she be talking about some good stuff, and Candy... I only watch speak on it because she's rehashing the episode and I'm trying to figure out what's going on because you know they be editing stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I only watch hers in the season. I know that sound bad, but I watch hers in the season. Okay. But Portia, yeah, I'll be, I'll be listening to Portia. Is there any way that you combat imposter syndrome in your workplace? How do you deal with that whenever you, like now? Yes, so now, oh my God, it's, okay, thank you for asking that because now that I've got, <laughs> I've just been touching you. Now that I've um, moved to another role, it really prepared me and shaped me for what I do now. So now I don't care about wearing my braids. 
well, Beyonce, I'm still wearing my braids, but you know, I. You thought about it a little bit. I thought about it a little bit. But I'm just like, I'm getting my braids. I, I didn't even care about dyeing my ends of my hair. You remember? I was like, oh my God. No, I dye my hair. Um, If I want to have my wig, I'm going to put on my wig and it's going to be down here. I just don't care anymore. I'm just so done trying to make people comfortable of me. So it is what it is. I even got to the point now where things that we say culturally like i told my coworker, she said huh i said i'm sorry i got cultured on you real quick let me let me what did you back. say huh what word did you say i don't even know what i said i think i i don't even know what i said i just know it was something that i probably would say with you or somebody and she's like oh i said i got cultured on you really quick i apologize let me switch gears and she just laughed because she was like i i'm so sorry i didn't know i said and it's okay that you didn't know i just got cultured really quick like i don't even i don't even care at this point anymore like i just clearly i just at this point it's like i cannot i can't um i even told one of my coworkers who tried it i told him i said don't play with me in this climate normally i would just be like brush it off or just be like mm. but i just was like don't boy don't play with me <laughs> like just don't do it so then i just unfriended him on facebook okay i should have never friend that's nothing too don't friend your work people on Facebook and follow them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I made that decision, but it's okay. It's only like maybe three people mm -hmm. on Facebook that are my friends. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, maybe. I get LinkedIn. But, yeah. Don't do it, y'all. Don't do it. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, yes. So, that's how I combat it. Just being... But I had to get there. Yeah. Like, it is a it's process. It's a process. It's a process. So, once I got there, I was like, it is what it is. I'm going to just do my thing. So. Yeah. And for me, first of all, I did a whole major career shift. Sure the did. Oh, I got comfortable in my job too, by the way. Like I actually was okay yeah. with what I was doing. Like I was more confident. Mm -hmm. Okay, I just had to say that because I was very kind of insecure in my first role mm -hmm. until like later on. But that's it. That's all I got to say. Okay. Okay. So I did a whole career shift. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I did start wearing braids. You did. I did wear braids on air. Um, and you know, I started speaking up for black people in the newsroom and a lot of people, I don't think they like that, mm -mm. but I know that I'm from Nashville and y'all are not. So you're not going to talk about a certain part of town, like it's trash in the newsroom because I'm going to let you know that I know those people personally and they'll come fuck you up. <laughs> And you don't understand the character of the place either. Yes, yes. And so I was very offended. And so later on, like I had just gotten so frustrated with having to or feeling like I should just be quiet and just, you know, laugh it off. I had to like say something like, and it's like, this is getting outrageous. Yeah. You know, and so I, I would start speaking up more. Um, if I didn't feel like engaging with a viewer, I, I wouldn't. I would say, ha, hey, and I would keep pushing. Um, and even now, I don't feel the need to wear a suit or a dress to go show a house. Like, I'm literally just going to go open the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to dress like that. Like, I want to be comfortable and I want to be me. I want to dress like me and I want to talk like me. And if there's a client that doesn't like that, then that's Find just not my else. client. Like, best of luck to you. Like, what's, what's yours is yours and what's, and what's mine is mine exactly and i know that and i truly feel like that and i don't ever feel like other than you know how i said about zuri i, I mean i said that but i don't feel like 
that you know like yeah. obviously if I was supposed to be on e-news I'd be on e-news yes. you know so I just took the time to not feel like competition where not in a cocky way but just in a, I get it. In a, a self a self aware way like I'm I'm okay with me and that is how you combat imposter syndrome being okay with yourself and just going through that process are you going to revert back sometimes are you going to feel like you you are but you have got to be okay with yourself and that that does take a while some people it don't take that long mm -hmm. others like me it might take a little long but being okay with yourself like exactly. seriously that is the truth i know that sounds cliche but yeah. it really is true yeah for sure so Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. For more information about imposter syndrome, check out the show notes, the description box below, mm -hmm. however you're watching this. Are you going to do that for it? Oh, okay. So it's a little razzle dazzle. Okay, a little razzle dazzle. Okay. Little razzle -dazzle. So everybody, please follow us on Instagram, like Authentically Natural. We have an amazing Facebook group, um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you can listen to our podcast on all platforms. Sign us up. Oh, oh, oh! Woo! I see. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, signing off. Authentically Natural, the podcast. Casey and Jasmine. Oh yes, you did. Okay, bye! <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That was really good.